Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Diving Board Podcast. I am your host, Jill, and thank you so much for joining me on a very, very special yet bittersweet pop culture deep dive because this is the end of our Lindsay Lohan series. We have reached part five. I cannot believe that we're at the end. I cannot believe that we've gotten this week just dedicated to Lindsay and we've gotten through it. Um, It's so bittersweet because I'm so happy for one to have been able to finally produce the Lindsay series and really bestow her story out into the world and really just tell all of the trials and tribulations that have happened over the last about 20 years of Lindsay Lohan, which is crazy to think. And I'm really, really proud of the series. And I'm just so happy of everyone who has stuck with me and listened every single day this week, uh, just immersing themselves in the world of Lindsay. It means so much to me. So thank you all so much. But it's so, like I said, bittersweet because I can't believe it's over. We've talked about this for months and I've looked forward to doing this for so long. And it's it's kind of like graduation where you're working on it and then finally it ends and you're like, wait, what? I, I don't ever think about the Lindsay series anymore. It's finished. It's it's kind of a mind warp. Um, but like I said, really, really proud of this Lindsay series and just so happy to be able to tell her story. So let's get into where Lindsay is right now and where she's going. But first, from last episode, I had left you on the beaches of Mykonos at the Lohan Beach Club that had at that time shuttered its doors. But I am very, very pleased to announce that the Lohan Beach Club is back. It's back. People are partying. According to the Instagram, it's back in full swing. I definitely still want to go, even though I don't have the highest expectations of it. I definitely still want to go. But for now, it is still open and her Lohan nightclub is still open. So she's kind of becoming a mogul in Europe with these two uh, clubs, the beach club and the nightclub. And I'm here for it. Good for Lindsay. We'll see what the future holds for those endeavors. Uh, But Lindsay has successfully relocated to Dubai, and she says she just feels like she fits in there. She likes that there's no paparazzi and that she can kind of live more of an anonymous life and people are not following her around. And I'm sure her accent is still making a appearance during Dubai. Um, Lately, she's sounded more like the girl from Long Island that we know and love, but I'm sure um, it seeps in here and there. Um, But Lindsay, during this time, 2019-2020, she's also spending time in Australia because she has been asked to be a judge on the panel of the Australian version of The Masked Singer. And I wasn't able to find any of the episodes that she was on, but but they really liked her on The Masked Singer because they had asked her to come back to the next season, but unfortunately, uh, it is 2020 at this point, and we all know crisis strikes in the form of the COVID-19 pandemic, so 
she can't go back to Australia to continue the show. So that was an unfortunate blow because Lindsay was doing her thing on the panel and definitely kind of dipping her toe back into being in the public eye and doing projects and also doing music. So while she is kind of contemplating her next move, she signs back with Casablanca Records, who had produced her previous records, and she's like, let's get back into music. And thank God that she does because she comes out with the most underrated banger called Back to Me. I absolutely love this song. And I remember when it first came out, I think it was like April 2020. It was like peak pandemic where we were all flailing, wondering what the hell was going on. And we needed a beacon of light and a beacon of hope. And that came in the form of a Lindsay Lohan single called Back to Me. Lindsay, she didn't want to release it during COVID, and I don't blame her, but she actually decided that the song's message might resonate with people at that time, and I really think it did, and I think that song really resonates with me personally and people who may be coming off of the pandemic because it's really talking about how maybe like you can kind of lose yourself and times in your life, and then the hook is I'm coming back to me like she's getting back to her old self and she found herself and it's just time to live your life to the fullest. So I absolutely love this song. Um, And I know I've mentioned this before in other episodes. I like silly music and stupid songs. Like if a drag queen comes out with a song or if a real housewife comes out with a song that gets critically panned, I absolutely love those songs. As long as it's catchy and the lyrics are fun, I'm going to vibe to it. I totally love that. But I think Back to Me is a good song in just its own right. And it's a bummer that... It didn't really get the proper kind of reception that it should have because we were in lockdown. We couldn't go out to the club and dance to back to me. We couldn't blast it at a house party. So so I really feel like this song needs a proper resurgence. I mean, we need to really, really give the credit that Back To Me deserves. So I really think they should re-release it, kind of like what they did with Jessica Simpson's album in the early 2000s, like kind of it tanked, but then they re-released it after she got really, really famous from Newlyweds and the album absolutely exploded. So I feel like they need to do something like that with Back To Me. Like it needs an amazing video. I really think like they should invest a little budget and it should be kind of a la Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. maybe like talk about some different scenes of Lindsay's iconic films, maybe a little Freaky Friday scene or uh, Little Mean Girls or The Parent Trap. I would love to see a grown-up Annie and Holly. I just, I kind of live for it. So if there's a little budget, she just needs the right team because everyone would watch that music video and then see that Back to Me is a great song. So we'll see. I'm still pulling for it. Um, But next time you are at a bar and there's a touch tunes, see if Back to Me is on it because sometimes when you go, it will be. And shout out to my friend Sean, who I know listens. We love Back to Me and we requested that at the bar this summer and it was so fun. I think the rest of the the people, the patrons in the bar were a little bit confused, but it definitely changes the vibe of the night and I definitely suggest doing it because... The song is just so good, so definitely check it out. 
Um, but anyway, Lindsay, she tries to stay relevant during this time. And, you know, she tries to keep her appearance up during the pandemic. And she does a roundtable virtual reading of Mean Girls with the old cast. It was a little reunion virtually for us during the pandemic. And it was really, really fun. I liked when celebrities were doing that during the pandemic, kind of giving us stuff to watch during lockdown. And that was really, really fun. So that also kind of planted the seed again of like, we need to see Lindsay Lohan. We want her to come back. And in 2021, she also announces that her ultimate comeback is ready to begin because it's kind of a cryptic video. It kind of came out just on Insta and we all freaked out because she announces that she has signed on with Netflix for a two movie deal. Oh my gosh. Lindsay's back. And I just remember watching this and being like, oh my gosh, this is this is the news I needed. Again, a beacon of light during a really, really dark time. So this is amazing news. And Lindsay immediately starts filming Falling for Christmas, the first movie of the two movie deal. And she films it in Utah. And this is a big step in her movie career because it's her first movie in almost 10 years, almost a solid decade. We had gone without a Lindsay Lohan movie. I don't know how we even survived, but I really give us all credit. And this is a really big step personally in her life as well, because while she's filming Falling for Christmas, her boyfriend at the time, Bader Shamas, he proposes to her while filming. So we didn't even know Lindsay was dating anyone. And now she's engaged. They propose while filming. So this is a really, really big step for her in her career and in her personal life. And we don't know too much about Bader, but I think that's a good thing because Lindsay is not living this relationship in the public eye. She's not telling us a lot about him. And I don't know if they actually had a wedding, but they do get married in 2022. So I don't know if they just had a really, really private wedding or maybe they just eloped, but I kind of would love to see those pictures if there was a wedding because I would love to see Lindsay Lohan's wedding dress. You know, it was everything. It was kind of like seeing Carrie Bradshaw's wedding dress. Like, you know, it's just going to be really chic, really simple, but very, very cool and really Lindsay style. So I would love to see those pictures. But I also kind of respect the fact that she hasn't really released them because it shows that she's actually really maturing. I mean, she's kind of staging her comeback at this point. She's getting married and she's not posting it all over the tabloids. And this is something that's really sacred and important to her. And it's definitely showing that like, wow, Lindsay Lohan is really evolved because, you know, even as early as maybe even five years ago, if she were to actually get married, it would have been tabloid fodder. So I really admire and respect that she's keeping that private to her. And it really, like I said, shows the evolution of Lindsay. And I really hope that there's just more stability in her life and more kind of comfort. And I really think, I mean, I know people were confused during this entire time, but I think moving to Dubai and moving to a place where there wasn't a ton of paparazzi and paparazzi is actually illegal there. So being able to move somewhere, I think kind of leveled her head a little bit where she wasn't in the droves of Hollywood and people chasing you and people reminding you every single day that you're in the public eye and her just being able to live a you know, quote unquote normal life. And I think that was actually really good for her and it's proven to be really good for her. 
But that brings us essentially to present day because Falling for Christmas has just debuted last month and it was really, really highly streamed on Netflix for about a week. It was the number one streamed movie in the world and the views have kind of tapered off since then, but I really think it's because everyone wanted to watch it right away because we have to see Lindsay Lohan's new movie. That's the amazing thing about Lindsay is people are still going to flock. She still has that pull and I feel like she always will, that we will always be interested in what she's doing. So Falling for Christmas, it got decent reviews. I think it has like a 61% on Rotten Tomatoes, but that's actually really good for just a hokey Christmas movie. And I think she did well in it. The movie itself, in my opinion, it is okay. I mean, I didn't have really, really high hopes for it. It is essentially exactly what I thought it was going to be. But it's funny because it was produced by Netflix. Obviously, it's shown on Netflix. And Netflix obviously does amazing work. But it's very hallmarky for being a Netflix film. And I'm really surprised they went that route of it being like exceptionally cheesy and the dialogue not being great. And I'm surprised that they didn't put a more artistic and professional spin on it and went more, like I said, of the Hallmark route. But I'm happy with anything at this point. And it's a fun Christmas film to kind of get you in the spirit. Um, Lindsay's acting is okay in it. I know she can act better. We all know she can act better than what she acted in Falling for Christmas because we've seen her act better. So I don't know if they told her like, don't act that great or, you know, make it a little more, like I said, hokey and a little more hallmark and you don't have to deliver the performance of your lifetime. I'm not sure, but I really feel like she acted like it was kind of a high school play. You know, there's not really much behind the dialogue. And there's, I also think, not a ton of chemistry between her and the male lead. So that's could have added more to this, but I know Lindsay has more in her than Falling for Christmas allowed her to do. So I think it was a good step. I think it gets us on the track of Lindsay Lohan being back in movies. And, you know, maybe people are going to make this a tradition to watch every Christmas. So being in a Christmas movie is definitely the best way to dip your toe in because people are always going to watch Christmas movies. But like I said, I really think Lindsay has so much more in her than this movie allowed her to do. But also there's some great fashion looks in this movie as well. So anyway, side note. But we are step in the right direction. Lindsay will have another romantic comedy coming out with Netflix called Irish Wish next year. And it's described as a fantasy romantic comedy. It's I read the plot line and it's essentially about a girl who is kind of reeling over the fact that the love of her life is getting married. So she goes to the wedding and she makes a wish and wakes up and she's suddenly the bride-to-be. So <laughs> it sounds kind of crazy, kind of Freaky Friday-ish, but um, in the sense of switching souls or whatever. Um, but um, I think it'll be fun. 
I'm definitely going to be watching it. And I think this foray back into romantic comedies is good for Lindsay. And I think Irish Wish may give her a better opportunity to kind of brush up on her acting skills and maybe we'll get back into a proper Freaky Friday type of scenario and how she acted so great in that movie. But speaking of Freaky Friday, I saw a video on YouTube, I think it was like a week ago, where she is talking to Jamie Lee Curtis for a Freaky Friday sequel and Jamie Lee Curtis is interested. So could you imagine? I'm like screaming. I would love that so much, mainly because I really, really want a Pink Slip reunion. We definitely need another song from Pink Slip. So I'm hoping we get a lot from the Freaky Friday sequel. I'm assuming it'll probably be like Lindsay Lohan's character's kid now. I'm assuming that would be the route that they go in Freaky Friday sequel, but I really hope Pink Slip is still around because I really think we need a revival tour. So we'll see what happens. We have a lot to look forward to, and I'm really excited to see what's going to happen next for Lindsay. I think we can get some new music. I would love just like a club album from Lindsay with some more club anthems. Like I said, we really need to get a resurgence for Back to Me. That needs the glory that it deserves. And I think next time we're in the club, we could be bumping to some Lindsay Lohan tunes. So I live for it. I mean, I'm already doing that because I'm paying the money on touch tunes and you know I'm paying the extra credits to get the songs fast track to the top because I am not waiting. I need to hear Lindsay. But anyway, I really hope that we're going to be getting that in the next couple of years, but we'll see where she goes next. I really hope she's in more movies. I hope possibly she is on some television. I would love to see her as a guest at the White Lotus. I think if she kind of brushes up her acting skills a little bit more, she could totally nail that. And could you imagine Oh my God, I, I die thinking about it. I also think there could be an HBO show kind of based on her life or inspired by her life, like a young Hollywood starlet who is on top of the world and she starts partying too much, some hardcore partying, and then her career kind of takes a nosedive and she works on her comeback. It could definitely be like a younger version of the comeback but with some more drama and you know with the partying scenes and definitely some romance and so kind of a comedy but maybe a dark comedy I would live for it I really think that that should be in the works and I just think she just needs her masterpiece there needs to be something that fully puts her back just on top of the world you know, maybe a great film with some great writing or a great television show. Like I said, I really think the White Lotus idea is brilliant. That would automatically put her back at the very top. So she just needs to make sure she comes correct with the acting because that cast does not play. They are absolutely brilliant on that show. But if she could do it, she would be absolutely back on top. But like I said, she just needs her masterpiece. I really think keep saying it, keep putting out in the universe. She should play Roxy Hart in Chicago. Like I really think there is an amazing comeback 
prepared for Lindsay Lohan because we will always love her and nostalgia is so hot right now. So now is her time and I'm really, really excited to see what happens. We're, we're all rooting for her and I really am just putting out positive vibes and I'm hoping in the next five years, we just get some amazing Lindsay projects. But that kind of wraps up the Lindsay Lohan series. I know this episode was a little shorter because we're in present time, but it's kind of fun to be at an episode where we can speculate or we can look towards the future because I feel like most of the diving board episodes are stories that have endings and have already been told. And Lindsay, I really feel like this is a new story and this is a new chapter. And like I said, I'm just really, really excited to see what happens next. And reflecting on the Lindsay series and just really, really deep diving Lindsay's life and being able to look at her journey just in black and white, it just kind of shows like Lindsay, I feel like her entire life she's been misunderstood and I am not defending any of her bad antics because there's been plenty of them. But I really feel like knowing about her upbringing, she really did start out behind the eight ball because her dad was really, really abusive and erratic and you never really knew what was going to happen next. And her being the oldest, she definitely had to face a lot of heavy things as a kid. And then we had Dina Lohan, who had her own issues and her own demons and definitely was focusing on making her kids famous. And that's a lot of pressure as well. And I feel like Lindsay handled it the best way she knew how. And of course, she didn't always do the right thing. She often did the wrong thing. But looking back at everything she has gone through and where she is right now and where she's hopefully going, I really think like this is such an amazing comeback story and really, really inspirational where your past doesn't define you and you are always able to kind of evolve and turn yourself around and go towards greener pastures. You just have to put in the work and you just have to believe in yourself. And I think it's a really, really inspiring story. And I hope that it continues to be inspiring. I really hope Lindsay just takes the bull by the horns and makes the next few years just her ultimate resurgence. And I'm here for it. We're all here for it. And I'm ready to chronicle it on the Diving Board podcast as it comes. So with that said, that that is our last episode of the Lindsay series. I don't really know where we go from here. I really don't know the future of the Diving Board podcast. I'm just kidding. I know Lindsay is our crowning jewel, but we still have a ton of scandals in pop culture history to discuss. So don't you worry. We have so much planned for the next year. 2023 is going to be amazing. Tons of content coming your way, but I'm so happy to have done the Lindsay series. Like this means so much to me that we have closure and we have hope for the future. And I'm just... I'm so proud of it and I'm so, so happy and I thank you all so much for listening. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, I know it was a little bit of a mini episode because like I said, the story is still developing, but 
If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate if you could please rate me five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would so appreciate if you would write me a review. That just motivates more people to listen to the podcast. Also, like I said, tons of content coming up and I have some holiday bonus content coming up uh, the rest of this month and that is not going to be promoted on the Instagram. So you will only know about it if you follow the podcast. So please, if you're not following already, please hit the follow button wherever you are listening to this podcast. I've had so much fun this week with the Lindsay Lohan Instagram post. So if you want to join our family on Instagram, we are at Diving Board Pod, and that is B-O-R-E-D. Would love to have you over there. And again, I just want to thank you all so much for listening to this and supporting me and with all of the great feedback. It's just been amazing. I'm so sad for this week to end because it's just been so fun to bond with everyone every single day. And it just meant a lot to me. So this is my holiday gift to you. And I really, really hope you enjoyed it. And this will be also a fun series to revisit months down the line. And because like I said, Lindsay is always going to be the gift that keeps on giving. So on that note, thank you all so much again. Please have the best holiday. Be safe, be happy. And I will talk to you all very, very soon. In the meantime, take care, everyone.